So I'm back with an episode three. I don't know what the hell I'm calling this episode here. I just know it's going to piss off a lot of people. But hey, I mean, I'll give it a shot. I mean, you know, Black Hypocrisy, episode three. And I really just want to, I really just want to jump right into it because I don't want to, I don't want to lose my train of thought. That being said, you know, one thing I can't stand for the life of me is how the police shootings become police shootings. Uh, today, we, we're going to talk about um, Dijon K, Jacob Blake, and a few other of the, um, of the more recent police shootings. And I just want you all to understand that if you play a stupid game, you win a stupid prize. I am not at all saying these people deserved to be shot and or killed. I'm not saying that. But think about it like this. A lot of us as people, as black people, react out of emotion. The judge is only going to care about what you can prove in court using facts. These facts can sometimes damn us as black people. Um, when I was younger, it started off with me um, looking at things like this um, with Eric Garner. All I saw was a video of Eric Garner being stopped from selling Lucy cigarettes. At the time, that's all I that's all I seen is all I cared about, a black man being killed by the police. But then my logic started to kick in slowly but surely and over the course of the next couple police shootings, it's like thing it's like my mindset just magically changed. You know? Like Eric Garner was selling cigarettes. The police came, a fight ensued. And Eric Garner, as big as he was, ended up being choked out. I mean, he didn't need to be choked out, of course. Again, I'm not condoning this stuff. But I look at it as a situation where all he had to do was comply with the police because he was already arrested 40 times or so, something like that, give or take, prior. So you'd think he'll understand what's about to happen. Like You'd think he'll know what time of day it is. Moving on to Trayvon Martin, he was being followed, yes, I get it, by, what, a wannabe cop in George Zimmerman, you know, he could have ran away. True, but why waste that energy? Niggas shouldn't be following him. I get it. But he chose to act out of emotions and fight a stranger, not knowing if that stranger was strapped or not. Mike Brown fought the cop, tried to take the cop gun. You starting to see a pattern here? Tamir Rice, as young as he was, oh my God, a child. But you got to look in hindsight. He had a toy gun. He took the orange cap off, the little orange cap piece off the gun to make it look more real. He chased people around the park with it. Hence why we got the 911 call we got. He was going to get shot regardless. Believe that. 
among the others I'm going to get into besides these. We as a people have to start taking responsibility for our own BS. Situations we put ourselves in. Because we need to understand we can't dictate the outcome once we're waist deep. And that's what Black Lives Matter facilitates. Black Lives Matter tells you it doesn't matter. He's black. Now go right, loot, pillage to get your voices heard. That's what Black Lives Matter tells you. Black Lives tells us to disregard our own BS. Black Lives Matter tells you to go outside, punch the cop in the face, and then you get mad at how the cop reacts. That's what Black Lives Matter tells us. No one felt the need to riot when a good and close friend of mine, sister and nieces, was killed by the boyfriend. Nobody felt the need to riot in Chicago when that little boy was lured into the alleyway and executed by, by some kind of rival gang while they looked for his gang-affiliated father. Nobody felt the need to riot in Houston when this, two, when this two-year-old girl came up missing and killed. Yet everybody's looking at the mom and the stepdad. Shall I continue? Y'all need to wake up. The majority of these cop shootings can be diverted if you just simply follow commands. And with that being said, talking about simply following commands, let's start with Philando Castile. This ain't recent, like I said, but I just want to point out something. Logical thinking. Everybody says he followed the cops orders to the T. Even told the cop he was a licensed gun owner. Oh, that's true. Not debating that. But what you don't hear folks say is where the gun was. He should have told the cop to let him get out the car so that when he reaches for his ID, it, it didn't look suspect. But he decided to stay in the car. Especially if he knew the gun was in his damn pocket. When the cop said to reach for his ID, the gun fell out. As he went for his ID. So it looked like he pulled the gun out. Hence he was shot. Yeah. That's some final destination type shit. But, but let's go to the recent ones. Let's talk about Jacob Blake. This idiot. This fool. Has a sexual assault warrant. Out for his arrest. I heard the police um, dispatch banter. His name blatantly came up. So they knew exactly who they was going to pick up. They fought with him. They tased him. He pulls out a knife and proceeds to open the vehicle's door and reach underneath the seat. Cop or pedestrian. What logical human being will let you get that far and wait to see what you pull out as a new weapon to, to introduce to the battle? I'll wait. Hey, you thought Jacob Blake was going to show you his new 7-Eleven cup? No. Thus, he was legally shot in the back at close range. Because the cops perceived a threat, and that threat had to be neutralized at any cost. 
The level of force escalated courtesy of Mr. Blake's actions. I have no sympathy. They made him out to be an angel. The same angel who didn't give a damn about his kids being in the car whilst guns are being pointed at him. So miss me with the BS. This is who they're rioting and protesting for. Let's talk about Daniel Prude uh, in New York. High on PCP. A brain stimulant. Makes people crazy strong. Damn near impervious to pain. The only way to subdue somebody high on PCP is to physically overpower them. And that's damn near impossible. He died seven days later. In the hospital. He was outside in the snow. Booty hole naked. Yet the cops are blamed for his death. Why the sister takes no blame. The sister was the one who called the police in the first place. Didn't I tell y'all before in one of my YouTube videos? Our women are the first ones to call the cops on us, putting us in the same interactions that ends our lives. Didn't I tell y'all that before? Daniel Prude, prime example. Let's talk about Dijon King. Uh, K, I'm sorry, K, I, I said King. K, Dijon K, another idiot. The personification of sheer stupidity. If you look up stupid in the dictionary, I'm pretty sure the John K. deceased face is going to be next to it. He posts on Facebook minutes before cop interaction. Guess what? Poised up with a gun. Then decides to run away with his homeboy. And in the body cam, which was released immediately. You see it in the body cam. He runs up on a cop with his gun out. Trying to get a one up. One shot to the chest. Pow. Tough luck, dude. This is what Black Lives Matter and white folks are riding for right now. Freaking criminals who bought this upon themselves. Let's talk about that drunk driver who um who was shot in the Wendy's parking lot. I can't remember his name. It escapes me at the moment. Now, one thing I'm mad about with that, the cops let that go on too far. That was like 40 minutes of just drunk banter. The cops let that go on too far. I would have arrested him in about 10 minutes. He too fought with the cops. But in a laughable turn of events, he takes the cops taser and runs away. Turns around to fire the taser. He misses the cop. The cop who was unarmed at that point. His option of non-lethal force was literally taken away from him. The dude turned around to shoot the taser while running away. Deadly force was officially authorized in order to save the public. Would another cop have shot him? Probably not. But remember, that's a subjective argument. He just got his ass whooped, taser stolen, and now it has a fleeing drunk driver with a police weapon. He was bound to be shot. Let's talk about the dude in Lafayette. He had a knife. Clear as day in video. But what you don't hear people talking about while they ride in the protesting is that he was in a violent altercation with someone moments prior to the police interaction. He was told multiple times to drop the knife while he just kept walking away. Then when he tried to enter an establishment, i.e. the gas station, in order to once again protect the public... Because he could have stabbed anybody in that establishment. The cops don't know what he's going in there to, um, to do. 
So in order to protect the public, stop him from entering said establishment, he had to be put down. Open and shut case. These are the people y'all are rioting and protesting for. Cases that if they just didn't do what they did, they'll still be alive today. And in Jacob Blake's case, he'll still have his legs. If you wholeheartedly believe the cops are out to get us as a black collective, why egg them on? Why test the cops gangster? Why call the cops bluff? Why see just how far a cop is willing to go? Because just like one cop will fight you to keep his gun or keep his taser and never shoot anyone. Every cop doesn't have that kind of restraint. That is a subjective argument that has to be argued on the basis of each cop. Y'all want to talk about defund, unarmed, disband the police? Who you going to call when the thugs and gangs take over? The Ghostbusters? Let me tell you something. Egon, Ray, they're not coming. Who you going to call? The Avengers? Tony Stark? Thor? They're not coming. Who you going to call? The Justice League? Bruce Wayne? Clark Kent? They're not coming, bro. Let me tell y'all who coming. The military. To implement martial law. And that's when you're really going to start to feel oppressed. That's when they're really going to start laying you down in the streets. For simply being flipped by the mouth. I'm on, I'm on um, Herschel Walker's side. I don't need nobody to speak for me. I don't need anyone to tell me my life matters. You know why? Because I move and live as such. I'm not out here getting arrested and partaking in criminal activity to lure the cops into my altercations with me. I'm not getting pulled over in every, every other day. And when I do get pulled over, I follow instructions. Yeah, I get mouthy. Hey, happens to the best of us. But I've never been in a traffic stop held at gunpoint. I'm not saying I'm out here kissing police ass. Because who, 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 whoever knows me knows I'll cuss the cop out quick. But I'm not involving myself in activities that'll bring harm to myself or my family. Y'all out here rioting, talking about Black Lives Matter and fighting the establishment and defund the police. How are you fighting the establishment? You just walk around with a damn sign. You know how you fight the establishment? You be the change. You be that black cop. So that way, when, when, when your behind get locked up, arrested, you get your ass whooped. It was, from, it was from a cop that looks like you. Be that black prosecutor or that black judge so that when you get that sentence thrown down, it came from somebody who looks like you. Be that black lawyer. Be that black doctor. That's how you really fight the establishment and show you're serious about it. See, my family isn't going to have to set up a GoFundMe for me should something so happens to happen. You know, go fund me. Instant nigga insurance. You know, go fund me. But they won't have to do that because I have life insurance. 
Why? Because I'm a working class citizen. I don't get handouts. I'm a black man. They don't give us nothing. They give all that to the black women. They don't give us jack squat nada. Y'all get on there on GoFundMe. Y'all tell these stories and you white shame these people for donations after a cop killed one of these fools for doing for doing what he or she loved. Because let's be honest, it be white donations. The millions of dollars don't come from don't come from black folk. Let's just be let's just keep it 100. Let's call a spade a spade. Tell it like it is. I'm more worried about thugs and in gangs when I walk out my door. Y'all uncles, y'all cousins robbing me and whooping my ass. Then I am then I'm worried about the damn cops. Black Lives Matter raised over a billion dollars. Have you seen any of it? Can you say where that money going? You can't. What has Black Lives Matter changed? Or what did they advertise they're changed or in the process of changing? You don't know, yet you blindly support. Black Lives Matter send out plants to these doggone protests, man. These people are paid $15, $20 an hour to just go out there and create a ruckus at your expense. But y'all blindly support and you refuse to see it. I need to get out of here. In my closing, a police job is not to protect and serve. Protect? Protect what? When you call them, the deed is done. Hey, you think he has? You think he got a time machine? You think he about to go back in time to protect you from whatever the hell just happened? No. How can they protect you when they show up in the aftermath? Serve, serve what? It's not their job to unclog your toilet from the mar- from the marijuana Jamar Quavis flushed. It's not their job to get your turtle out the tree. Serve. Let me tell you something. A cop's job. Is to solve and prevent. Solve the crimes. Prevent it from happening again by finding the perpetrator. Having having a, um, a, a constant presence. These cops and these shootings and these instances were doing their jobs. I understand some of you don't agree with the shootings. Hell, I get it. I don't like it either. And I'm not condoning it. But I just need y'all to understand. These cops are doing their jobs. I have to use the information and the video proof presented to me in order to give a logical analysis. And you know what I notice watching these uh, police videos, these police shootings? The one common denominator in each of these are combative, non-compliant Negroes. There, I said it. Facts overrides feelings. You can sit up here and disagree with me if you want. I told you what it was. Your feelings is only telling me what you want it to be. I'm telling you what it is. Facts overrides feelings. It's not about it's not about how you feel is what you can prove in court. People. We need to start taking responsibility. 
And things will not get better until we do as such. I'm out of here. I appreciate y'all watching. I appreciate you listening. Catch me on the next episode.